welcome to the 45th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media or just cutting your spend on your data analysis, tool, send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. So that's M-I-N-D-S-W-A-N-P-P-C. So in this episode, we have Dwayne Brown lead us in a topic that has great potential for some lateral thinking. It's creating repeat customers via upselling and cross-selling. Yeah, because after all, businesses don't just want to make a sale, they want to make lifetime customers. So yeah, let's get right into it. So um, Dwayne starts with, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do the, the, the first question as well, because it's a nice, chilled out, non-industry question. Um, he starts with, what is the best part um, and highlight of your weekend? He goes, as always, my first question will be non-industry related. Let's get to know each other beyond work. We are more than our jobs. So yeah, let's get to know some of our experts today. We've got JD Prater who went, um, I built a fence in my backyard. And then we have um, Kirk Williams going. I had the privilege of again leading music at our church after a five-week paternity leave. It's work, but absolutely love it and missed it. Um, we've got Gil Gildner who replies, my wife and I flew to Como, Italy this weekend to spend a month. Other than that, same old, same old. And Dwayne Brown goes, I bought a new couch from EQ3, Think West Elm for our USA peeps. <laughs> Home shopping is fun. Um, Mike Crimmins go took my family to two days of parades. Um, Matt Bailencourt, um replies, um, we're remodeling a bathroom at home, finally locked down a basic design this weekend. The quotes are scary, but the results should uh, be great. So yeah, Dwayne Brown then goes on to question two. Um, yeah, he goes, does everyone know what customer retention is? How do you explain it to others in marketing, your boss or your client? Um, and so yeah, Gil Gildner then comes in with his answers to question two, going, I usually find that if the conversation about retaining a client comes up either we or the client have screwed up churn is bad but also luckily not usual for us Julie Bettini replies here retention is selling to a customer more than just once creating a relationship with them so that they begin to feel positive things about your product service or brand then maintaining that Nate Cox replies to question two saying keeping a client beyond one um, sale of view, um, proving you care about improving their business through your relationship, i.e. long term. And then Lisa Sana replies to question two saying retention is about increasing, maximizing and optimizing customer lifetime value. It goes beyond acquisition and should nurture and provide validation and delight for that customer. Mark Gustafson replies to question two saying yes, people owners think purely about acquisition and forget about retention. Let's get their LTV up. So that's lifetime value. In some cases, it's it. If it's a single purchase, let's help the customer be happy. I've run ads post-purchase with testimonials to help frame the experience. 
Um, we've got Matt Valencourt replying to question two saying it's easier or less expensive to garner repeat business than garner new customers. Um, so that was a quote. Um, and then he goes, usually perks the ears and from there it's an ROI conversation. Um, and then, yeah, Dwayne Brandon goes to question three, going, um, goes with a poll for this one. He says, do you do customer retention for brands you work on now? If you said no, so that's, yeah, the poll is yes or no, obviously. We said no. What is stopping you? For those um, who said yes, what are some of the industries you are doing this for? Curious what we'll hear outside of e-commerce, which is a given. Um, Julia Vice replies, in my case, the retention team has a whole other budget, other team, other gold, other partners. It's very uphill for me to get in front of both teams at once. Um, yeah, and then Duane Brown replies to that saying, Julia, stage a fake meeting involving free cake. Every, everyone shows up and you go, I want to use to make, I want use to make more money, okay? No one will say no with cake in their mouth. J.D. Pratter replies to that saying, uh, it mostly comes down to marketing, not owning that part of the funnel, specifically for B2B. But I see this changing rapidly as marketing bleeds into sales and CS teams. Um, and then Dwayne Brown then replies to that saying, you got to pull up a chair to that table, J.D. Um, if they d won't give you want, if they won't give you want, walk into the HQ like the boss you are and ask who wants to make more money. Um, JD Prater goes, empire building is tough because the team only has so much capacity. And Dwayne Brown replies, that is so true. You've got to focus your time only so many hours in the day. Ira Cates replies to question three saying, I almost hate to even give this one up, but for one of the most fun customer retention search ads, I use mixes. Um, sorry. But one of the most fun customer retention ads I use mixes customer match or RLSA with competitor keywords. If someone is a customer and is searching my competitor, I want to know. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, that was actually, yeah, that was the answer to um, question three. Gil Gilner then replies to question three saying, yes, we do whenever we can. Usually this is a holistic part of our service since if we can make the customer more money, that makes us more money. Industries outside e-commerce, mostly healthcare and travel. Nick Knox replies to um, question three, going uh, mostly a sort of budgets are sliced and different for new customer versus retention. Each client is different, but we still activate the retention programs for more clients. Um, but yeah, I do definitely like the um, the strategy about um, using customer match and RLSA to actually see which of your customers, people who have actually bought from you, are thinking of going to a competitor product. Very good way to yeah say to know whether they were unhappy with your product and try to upsell them, which is what this whole topic is about. And then we've got about inbound reply to question three saying SaaS and tech industry mainly some automation based around engagement data versus customer lifetime, NPS and competitor exploration. Um, and then we've got um, some people that came in late replying to question one. We've got Steve Hammer saying it was a bluebird ski weekend. My youngest is getting better all the time. So it's a joy to watch. And Julia Vice replies, my graphic novels, my boozy brunches and jazz time with the sax. Man, nice. Um, so then Julie Bicini then goes on to question um, to answer question three, saying search ads are geared for acquisition. Mostly on social ads are both acquisition and retention. Use custom audiences in Facebook a lot for retention. 
um, El Chase um, replies to question two saying, I talk with my clients about this all the time. The goal should not be to just get a purchase, but to get a lifetime customer. We need to ensure our customer service and everything that happens after the purchase is perfect. Steve Hammer replies to question two saying, it's the hidden lever that makes brands work. Coke couldn't spend millions on advertising if we bought a single can. And if you're in it for the one and done, you're going to lose to someone in, who's in it for life. Um, Julia Vice replies to question two going sort of, we know that we need to be a good partner ourselves, but it's quite a bit to get acquisition teams to think about member engagement. Often they're shunned off to a whole new team once they sign up. And then we've got Mark Gustafson replying to question three going, currently I'm all in on demand due to being a startup. Feel free to judge me all you want, but I'm all about trying to frame a customer's mind about something post-purchase, helping them have positive expectations and showing them positive social proof yes i think that's a really great way to deal with a customer um l chase replies to question three saying my work is focused on sem so for me retention is working with the audience files you can cater messaging to your buyers love your customers and treat them like family max media then um comes in with their answers and i'll just go to question two and three so question two they go yeah customer retention is keeping customers around or enticing first-time purchases purchases to return and buy again Max Media um, there replies to question three saying with our client PPC clients we do tend to set up remarketing retargeting lists to bring customers back but the likelihood success of that depends on the industry and price point in our case restaurant booking for hospitality client etc and in reply to question um, three, Steve Hammer goes, we do a lot of B2B right now and it's vital. Even if the sales are huge, making a second one or continuing serving makes it all work. It is often separated from marketing though, but our style of work gets us involved. Flex retainer. Gil Gilner replies to that, retainers are the way to go. We migrated to a flat rate retainer model last year and it was a great decision. Um, Steve replies, we have a model that's simple. If we can help, we will. Doesn't matter what, it's just bound by the hours. Dwayne replies, Steve, you truly are a man with words. You should come host the PPC chat sometime this year. Talk to Deputy Moon. Steve replies, that's sweet. My issue is usually getting interrupted for something else. Like happened today, I'll try and make it happen. Um, so yeah, that's going on. We might be getting some nice new hosts here for PPC chat. And then we've got Lisa Sanna replying to question three, um, going, agree with a lot of what has been said. I'm curious if anyone is using paid search more for subscription renewals as audience um, strategies and targeting has gotten so much better. Um, so yeah, Dwayne Brown then goes on to question four saying, for my B2B peeps today, what are you finding works best with retention? Is it cross-selling or upselling? We will get to you e-com B2C folks next. Don't worry, can't let me let my B2B fan fam not get some love today well again justin turner replying to question two going um for me customer retention is a customer service part of the gig make the customers know you care for their needs and have their backs they just want to feel like you are busting your butt for them um, and then we've got um, Dwayne Brown giving his answer to question four saying when I ran paid for two years at Unbounce and even now with our SAAS 
tech clients um, finding out what makes a large LTV client stick around is key then use that knowledge to write ads for lower spending clients you want to upgrade um, JD Prater then replies to question four saying freemium models um, then I can move into upselling um, Kirk Williams replies to question four saying I think this depends on your business model if you have a natural progression to your services upsell that if you have great complementary services cross sell that personally I think a key to retention is transparency transparency in the initial sale um Dwayne Brown goes to a part two for his answer to question four saying even finding out what features people don't know about and letting them see the magic of how that will save them time money etc flex that pain point and make them want to give you their money Mike Gustafson replies to question four saying I think retention in b2b depends on insight from product which features are the most valuable use notifications to drive users to those features that's usually a product thing though I think paid media's part is really positive reinforcement um, and then yeah we've got um, yeah quick Williams going on continuing on to his answer to question um, four where he says um, personally I think a key to retention is transparency in the initial sale he then goes if they get what they're sold retention will naturally be higher because switching costs sucks if they're content, sales team who overpromise kill retention doesn't mean shouldn't actively work to do retention, i.e. don't make the switch easier than staying. And Dwayne Brown replies, transparency is always important. Everyone has tons of brands competing for their attention. We need to bring them back if we can because they may go somewhere else. People are less brand loyal for some vertical these days. Um, Lisa Sanna replies to question four saying in addition to cross-selling and upselling for B2Bs I think it can also be valuable to remind customers of the product features they are already paying for that they don't use or forget about it creating stickiness is important too um, Julia Vice replies cross for sure upselling is doable but not always the right approach whereas cross-selling often introduces really specific new services and offers they can make use of um, Justin Turner replies to question for saying for me I think um, PPC Kirk hit the nail on the head so that was Kirk Williams transparency in the initial sale is key at my old agency I lost several clients due to lack of transparency from sales teams we got better and our sales got better when we were more upfront and then we've got Dwayne Brand going on to question five going for ecom what are you finding works well time to find your tribe with this question but before we get to that, we got L Chase replying to question four saying, even when I was marketing director, I never liked pushing services if they were not right for the customer just to upsell them, solve their problems. If you have a solution that can solve their problems or make life easier. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Julie Piccini replying to question four going, if you can offer educational content, um, that can be, be a fantastic cross-selling opportunity. Big deal in retention is building customer lists to be able to market at appropriate interval for renewal or repurchase. And um, in reply to Kirk Williams saying um, at some point, Upselling and cross-selling both have an endpoint, and then you will have to re have to have a retention strategy for those you've up or cross-sold to the tip top. And Julia Vice replies, "Yes, partnership over button pushing." JD Prater replies, "Hopefully, you've built a moat or have network effect so they can't leave." <laughs> um, LTS replies, um, "I don't lock folks in either. I tell them right up front if they are happy. If you're happy with me, keep me. If I don't deliver, you should not be stuck." 
in a contract. Um, and yeah, and um, yeah, Jelly Prata, I want you to, um, I want you stuck on leaving the product. Um, it should be hard because it's so good. Um, you're Jelly Vice saying yes, not because it's prohibitive, because it works well for you. Yes, we only want customers who are actually happy to be customers and are just not just staying because there's no other choice. Lisa Sala replies to question five saying for e-com complimentary cross sell is a no-brainer if you sell a console, sell games, cables, points, etc. Also brand or company affinity to sell similar but unrelated products. Also new product versions when released for early adopters. Pamela Lund replies to question five saying for e-com showing customers complimentary products. I do a lot of clothing or accessory sales or photography with something the person bought styled with something we want them to buy works well. Um, Pamela Lund replies to question five saying also knowing what pain points or desires customers have after their initial purchase. They buy an introductory product, then get more into what you sell. So you need to show them how much happier they will be if they also buy X thing. And then Pamela Lund continues with her answer to question five saying track what your customers do in emails better if you email people who bought product category X with content about product category Y and they click or buy or do more stuff of that. If they don't try something else, don't just send email to send email. So I'll say that again, track what your customers do in emails better. If you email people who bought product category X with content about product category Y and they click or buy, do more of that. If they don't try something else, don't just send email to send email. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Dwayne Brown coming in with question six saying, are you combining what you do in paid ads retention with email or organic social? I know Clavio email marketing is huge player in this space. I have not used them enough, though. Oh, that is very interesting um, tool to look into, which I will be doing. Um, and then, yeah, going on to um, people's answers, um, Pamela Lund continues with her answer to question five saying, don't ignore the customer after they gave you money. Make sure your shipping notifications, tracking, etc., are all on point and follow up after to make sure they love their purchase. Send short service with open-ended questions to find language your customers use. Julia Vash replies to question six saying, awesome question. In so many cases, I don't know. I get tagged by acquisition to acquire and then other efforts are run by other teams and I have no idea what they're doing. I do a lot of spying to find this stuff out and often I can't action what I find. L Chase replies to question six saying, we are a small shop so I only focus on doing the PPC work. That being said, I do work with the teams who do the email marketing or social media and even those old fashioned things called catalogs on messaging and audiences. Um, Julia Vice replied to, continues her answer to question six, um, where she had said, Awesome question. In so many cases, I don't know. I get tagged by acquisition to acquire and then other efforts are run by other teams and I have no idea what they're doing. I do a lot, have a lot of spying um, to find this out. I do a lot of spying to find this out and I often can't action what I find. Um, Agency Life, maybe in-house has a shot at this. Ah, oh, yes, I'm not sure about that. Dwayne Brown replies to question six saying, we are working with a couple of clients where we can pair paid plus email for some cross-selling. Making it work isn't easy, but the payoff in 2019 will be magical, I hope. Um, and then, yeah, JD Prater replies to question six, I believe, because I don't believe Dwayne has come up with question seven yet. He says, um, not as much as I would like to see across industries, I've used paid ads and publishers targeting their subscribers. 
Um, Gilgil, no replies to question six. Going, yes, Elizabeth with social and a lot with email. Email is super underrated and everyone should use it more. Interesting advice. And um, I actually think I missed um, Kirk Williams' um, answer to question five. Or did I? Please remind me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it actually says, um, I think great remarketing lists can be big for e-com retention, customer match, or remarketing complementary product Y to those who bought product X after a period of time. Julie Bicini replies, I also understand your market. My kid grows like we- like a weed, even if I bought stuff from you last season. Chances are excellent. I'll be buying again this season. Make me an offer. Lisa Sana replies to that. I get really jazzed about life cycle marketing. People in our industry usually have short-term perspectives. It would be interesting to think of your audiences in a 20-year timeline. Um, Kirk Williams replies to that saying, I seem we have built and burned Silicon Valley startups and large IPOs to thank for focusing hardcore on short-term quick wins over the 20-year game. But what is my stock doing today? Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, El Chase um, replying saying, I have to go jump on a call with a client, but want to say thanks for leading this discussion. Um, and then, yeah, we've got some very great thank yous as the hour rounds up here. So it was a nice, a short, sweet one. Um, but yeah, got some really great insights from quite a few of our experts. We didn't get a lot, um, a few of our regulars weren't on the um, thread today. I imagine just people are really busy with um, still with beginning of the year stuff. Uh, but yeah, some great in- insights and great takeaways to have, you know, and um, I hope you will be able to use some of that knowledge to really get um get improve your customer retention and your customer lifetime value so yeah i hope you found this talk useful and took some great takeaways um if you want to chat more about this or any paid media or data analysis solution do get in touch with me by sending me an email um, at hello at mindswan.com and remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye